I wish he would just ram his car. And <laughs> <laughs> it goes away after like a nanosecond. Right. But it's there for that. The, the vision is there. Of the, you get the immediate visual of what your life's going to be like. Yes, and then you're you would like, be like, it would be so much easier if you just didn't exist. Can you just disappear? And it's not, you don't want him to die. You just don't, no, you I want know, them to I vaporize. Right? Oh, 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 oh. I was like, I just don't want to share my children. You want it to be like Thanos. During a divorce. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Exit Strategy. You're no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Hello, everyone. It's Elizabeth Stevenson. And Sarah Hink. We're the partners and attorneys at New Direction Family Law. Thank you for joining us today. We have some great guests today to join us. We have Jenny and Sarah. They have a podcast as well. It's Girls That Do Stuff, (laughs) and it is... They're local here with us, and we got to know about them, and we're all about some women empowerment, and and I think some of our listeners out there might be going through some changes themselves through separation and divorce, or even not through their relationship, but needing a change. (laughs) And I I think there's a lot that we can talk about together about those certain situations. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for having us. And before we get into deep talk about all those changes and what you can do to work on your marriage and make sure that you're taking care of yourself, give us a little background on your podcast and how you guys came together. I was like, who's going to go first? Uh, uh, yeah, no, we're like, we didn't plan. I was like, I'll give you the short word. Okay. I was like, that's probably do, better. You'll do the long one. I was like, <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> and that's Sarah, by the way. Uh-huh. Yes, Sarah talking. Yes. So we met through a networking group and became friends that way. And then Jenny had the idea to do a podcast and she presented it to Joe and Joe was like, who do you want to be your co-host? And she was like, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that question, but Sarah's the first person that comes to my Uh mind. So then she approached me and I was like, yo, I'm not so sure about this. (laughs) I was like, I got a lot of my True facts. I still got littles at home and two businesses. I was like, I don't know. Can I just show up? And mm-hmm. then do the interview. And she was like, sure. And I was like, okay, then I'm in. <laughs> and yep, that's pretty much it. And then we started recording a month later and it's been a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So the Girls Who Do Stuff has grown with us over mm-hmm. the course, especially like yep. we released, we launched the beginning of February 2020. And then six weeks later, the world shut down. So mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah. 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 It was our joy during that time period. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah. understood. Yeah. yeah. And, and where, just, did, where did and the idea we come can't from? Get rid of each other. No. <laughs> We're in a marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's something to be said for like the work wives and the work husbands. Like oh, as long as it doesn't like, it's one of those things that we look forward to. We notice, we feel the energy shift when there's Fridays that stretch on that we are not recording. Good, and it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. We yeah, can we say have, the same. We have a work husband. We all, it's like 10 women share one. What is it? What's the show? Um, Sister Wives. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, it really, like, it does take a village. Because it was funny. Because I even joke with Joe here. I'm like, the first thing, one of the first things I said to him, he was, I was away. And then he was away. And I was, he came when we finally reunited and we're in the same space after almost three weeks i was like i have to say i'm not gonna say i missed you but i'm gonna say that my creative energy definitely took the hit without you being across the hall and now we need to like get back in the groove of things yeah Yeah. Yeah. so we're here to talk about something really different a little different today people think of 
divorce lawyers, family lawyers, that we advocate for divorce. We do not. And right. we just want to go on the record about that. Oh, there's circumstances. Well, I mean, there's it's not like we're, we're situations. You're advocating, I mean, as a general you're advocating for like the best resolution Correct. of the situation. We're not like cheering people on. Oh, you need to get divorced. Right. If it's right for you, that's great. And we can help you make those decisions. But it's not like we're going to steer you that way right. because that's right. not what you Unless want. Unless there's abuse. Well, I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> it's so true. No, it is. It's like, I was no, like, I worked I with agree. a couple Hope. as a marriage right. therapist. Yeah. I agree. Sometimes. No, I'm saying there are some times, but it's not yeah. like mm-hmm. what we advocate if there's not or you're thinking about. If you come in and see me, here's what I'm thinking. Should I do this? Should I? It's not like you just said in the last one. It's not our job to tell you to stay or go. It's just exactly. our job to tell you what your options are, what your legal rights and options this are. This is mm-hmm. what your, yeah, this is your road in the future. This is what your right. life will look like, at least financially. And I always tell them your life will get better if you leave. I don't know if that's advocating or not. <laughs> there were times when I was working with couples where, because we're not allowed to do that as therapists either. Like, I'm not allowed to tell you right, what to do. Right. Yeah. has to come from you. Right. But there was times when in my head, I was like, please, for the love of God, God please, yeah. please, yes. free yourself and right. run away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I know yes. I just presented you with doors A, B, and C, but please, please. just choose door Z and yes. be done with it. Right. I always mention to them, too, like, I've seen this pattern before, and yes. oftentimes they end up right back here. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, <laughs> yes. right. how long do you want to keep this cycle going? Yes. yes. Okay, well, okay. I'll walk back what I said. (laughs) Again, I'm going to restate. I'm going to restate because it's the same thing that a therapist would say. We want the best outcome for you in your situation, whatever, however you define that best. So you two are married, not to each other. Right. Well, that would be okay too. Well, I mean, (laughs) would it be fun? We would be seriously fun. That's right. Elizabeth is always weird about introduce me as her partner. She doesn't want anyone to get confused. It just makes me laugh when I say Which it, I think though. is like a little diss at me. Like, why not? Not that there's anything wrong why with that. that. No. Right. Exactly. Yes. I think we all go into our marriage thinking that this is a fairy tale. It's all going to be puppies and hearts and everything's going to be the same way it is on our wedding day. And that's it's where it's, it's not like true. the twinkle in your eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that one of the biggest favors you can do for yourself, like one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself is to recognize that even in the best of situations, like you're always going to be better off not looking at things through the rosy glasses. Yeah. The rose colored glasses are not real life. And I just had this conversation with my son's teacher yesterday because she was like, do you have anything else that I need to know? And I was like, well, I sent you the Google form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You and funny. I said, so I'm not going to because it's like a room full of parents. It was meet the teacher. So I was like, I sent in the Google form. So do you have any questions for, for me? me? Yeah. <laughs> Did you read the and, Google form? And, and, and she, she was, was like, like, no, I thought you were no. the crazy mom. So yeah. Me- and, but that's why I said, I was like, look, we have zero, zero qualms about saying this is our kid. <laughs> and we totally know him and we know where his strengths are and we know where he is going to challenge you. So please, we are here to support you. Let us know how, however we can do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it would do us and him a disservice if we looked at it from the lens of he's this perfect child and can never do any wrong. It's the same thing in a marriage, right? If you're looking at your spouse like they can do no wrong and they're literally hurting you with their words, with their actions, with whatever, like you are doing yourself and everyone around you a disservice. Yep. Correct. And no one's perfect. And mm-hmm. when I'm not perfect, your partner isn't perfect. No. So that's yeah. life. Whoever the majority, your partner. Yeah. yeah. The majority of the time, you're they're going to hurt you at some point in some way. Yeah. Because they're human and they're going to make Correct. a mistake. Yep. Correct. <laughs> like, right. Right. And mistakes are okay. Mistakes are expected. Yeah. Like it's the human condition. We are built to make mistakes. 
Yep. But but I think what makes the difference is you own up to those mistakes. Agreed. And you oh, yeah. acknowledge them and you try to move that, well, forward on them. The human condition is struggles with that I because did. we are Sometimes I'm just mm-hmm. right. Sometimes. Sometimes. It wasn't say mama ain't happy, ain't nobody. Sometimes I didn't make the mistake. I don't give a flying whatever that no, I was the right one. That whole statement too of that. And there's what's the other one? And like Um, a happy happy wife. wife. I'm Uh, like, uh, no, screw that. I'm so sorry, Joe. You might have to edit this out, but um I'm hot (laughs) and the jacket's making a lot of noise. Got hot in here. We're complaining Um, how cold it it was, my guy. But that's but I think there are some women some wives who feel that way, and I think that's a marriage that's never going to work because one person is it's an imbalance yeah, right well and i think it came from the time when there was expected to be a balance of wife at home keeping mm-hmm. the home as the homemaker man as the provider so if you're out providing and doing your thing and the wife is at home and if she's happy boom your dinner's gonna be hot when you get well, home yeah. <laughs> yeah so how long have you been married there oh crap 12, 12, 12, 13. I don't know. What year well, did you get 12. married, Sarah? Okay. That's always the what year did you get married? Oh, nine. Okay. All right. 12, uh, 12, mm-hmm. 12 yeah. Yep. And, and, that, and 14 years. That's a hard We've been question. together for 18. We always ask that question. If you're on the stand or something, and what's your date of marriage? It's the hardest question that anybody right. has. Like, I've been mm-hmm. trying to forget that for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I have to do the math in my head. I'm like, I don't remember how old I am because exactly. I'll be like. So tell us about your wedding. Did you have this big, glamorous wedding? I Girlfriend, you have your wedding dress on display outside your bedroom. I oh sure no! Hell do. Like, do not. Fuck yes, right? I'm saying, like, don't step money. back and say you did not have the like well, glamorous wedding. In the wedding. grand scheme of like comparison of the spectrum of weddings, I did not have uh, MTV like celeb. Is there a dress shit. in a glass frame outside no, of your door? It is on oh. a mannequin. Oh, oh my god! Like a freaking piece of artwork. It is that shit. Was and they have pictures. They have pictures of them, and they have you have something on the wall. We're too. Our, our marriage symbol. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. I it's like, beautiful. I get so many compliments. I just on Sunday when everybody was over, she was, Jillian was like, "Oh my god, that's so smart." Yeah, because you spend all this money and then you shove it in a box. And, and Scott I was, was like, like, "Why don't you have I your dress hanging out?" I was thank like, you. "And I can't because... even shove mine in a box. I have two boys. Ain't nobody wearing that shit, so right. I'm putting it on display." Because oh mine's goodness. in a box. Because I have a girl and a hundred pound dog. So no. I can honestly, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> All of your listeners are now going to be oh, looking for the mannequin to put the dress on because when think you of can it, make money on, you need to do something on eBay or start your own business. You need to find a cool name. No, she doesn't need well, another business. That'll I be don't like. Need but business. we're we're pausing. We're putting that on pause. But for when now. you think about that, we are like it's all about designing your desire and designing your environment, mm. and so. In the hallway to our room, that is, it's okay. Now this is about us as a couple. We're designing the memories of Mm -hmm. that day. We're designing the commitment that we made in our room is framed a picture from the engagement because he took me horseback riding before when he Mm -hmm. proposed and it's me and the sunrise with the horse. So it is all very much intentional. Mm -hmm. There's no kids photos in our room. It's just us, the marriage, because that's what that is. Was there like a tux? What's of him? Yeah, where's he? In the photos. In the photos. So there's the photos of him seeing me in the dress for the first time Mm -hmm. is what's what's next to the dress. I am a big believer of bedrooms shouldn't have like TV or like anything. It should just be for like sleeping and sex. I'm the no family photos. Wedding photos. It's like the couple (laughs) 
Yeah, it's right, a couple right, space. Right. No, I, yeah, I I'm in that couple yeah, space. We yeah. did the when we moved. I had to redistribute all the photos, oh. so we only have the IKEA framed things. So I'm gonna right. <laughs> walls. So like there's not even. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah. but but yeah, no, it's we certainly have a TV because I need to be able to close my door and ignore the kids yes. for eight hours at a time. So right. that's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You I don't have I don't have kids that have sex so. and you just go right. so you can watch or like Alan. here's my yeah, phone get under the covers. Yeah. That's the other like I'll just pass off my phone and tell her to get you under the covers. You guys should have made like wedding porn. You could watch that in your wedding room. Oh <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. See, she just went. She just this went way, a little she, too far. You jumped that. What did they call it? She like, the not that there's yeah. anything she right. She took it like from romantic. And, oh, how beautiful you're doing. Now, if, if that's well, how you, you would want have to, to have sex on your wedding in order to create wedding. Porn. Yeah, we didn't have sex yes, on our wedding night. You're always too tired. Mm-hmm. Too tired. Oh, my God. We weren't even together. Gross. Like, he was still downstairs Joe? partying, and I went yes, to sleep. Joe waited. When you're already doing it, you just don't care. Oh, my God. You care more about having the party There's and the fun. Like, right, 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 right. Everybody should go. Yes. <laughs> and we, yeah, we were, he was still downstairs drinking with all our friends. And I was like, I can't keep my eyes open anymore. They sent me with a to-go container. of <laughs> uh, So I could have second dinner after. Because I ate, believe me, I ate at my wedding. Because we had a, this amazing, we had a mashed potato bar. We had six different kinds of mashed potatoes and mashed sweet potatoes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love and it. so, like, they sent me home with to-go containers, and thankfully somebody grabbed them and brought them back to the house. Genius. But I was I was double-fisting all night. And we had a sangria fountain, and, like, the <gasps> wedding coordinator would was, like, keeping me... Like, I had my sangria, plus I was too deep with vodka sevens. So, like, <laughs> I was set. All right. So you're just lucky you didn't puke in your dress. Right. I was just happy. Like, I was euphoric. I was happy. I was so hungover the next day. Okay, let's fast forward a couple of years. You still feeling that? Like, you got into the marriage. Did that, that Our clients feeling? say they, they have lovely weddings and they never picture themselves when they get sad about it. Yeah. I never thought I'd get divorced. And of course you, you didn't. didn't. You, well, into yeah. it well, you have to agree yeah. that. But Scott lost his job four months before, like, before we got married. That was our first... And then the he lost his job. We lost the rabbi. Not like she died. She had to back out because there was like a family member that she, she was asked to officiate for and they were getting married in Reykjavik. And she couldn't manage my wedding in Delaware and the wedding in Reykjavik the same weekend. I don't know why. Of course why. not. <laughs> and so we were already like dealing with him not being able to find another job. And then we got married. Everything has been like until the next thing. I feel like over the course of our, we're going to need to unpack that married later life and like, not in a bad way, but it's the, just, if I look back on it, if I, exactly. But that's yeah. where it's, everybody thinks that, oh, if I just didn't have any problems in my life, that's not how life no. works. And right. then if you have you problems and yeah. you have problems and then you automatically blame your spouse, that's a huge, a huge problem. problem. Oh yeah. Because it's, it's not that you got to work on yourself. Yeah. You can't right. just oh, say, I'm yeah. unhappy. Why am I unhappy? This motherfucker over here yeah. didn't pick up his dishes. <laughs> right. That's why I'm not happy. Like right. it's more than that. And it's right. not about picking up the dishes. That's no. The it's and a little bit about the damage. It is well, about well, the damn dishes. Like, I'll be clear on that. <laughs> it's yeah. about, but it, what it is about the dishes is what that when represent. you bring up the dishes and then those dishes are ignored consistently over time. That's the issue. Correct. But it, it's that right, they're the not respecting. Which is, which is right. unmet needs. Unmet right, needs. Right, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and they, we, yeah, we should also probably mention that in our former careers, we were both social workers and, as, a, and as a, a therapist. Therapists. And I did not do that. <laughs> yeah, I got no. out of social work really quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it like gives you the foundation, right? For right. Oh, if you're actually going to pay attention to what you learned, because we know that right. there's people that don't pay attention to what they learn, no matter what their industry. But it also mm-hmm. that helps us in the reframing in the moment. I've said some really mean things to my husband. Yeah. Not that I've heard them. I'm just. (laughs) Yes. Like you you can say. Like I mean, I remember when Nicholas was a baby. So we've been married for, what did I say? 14 years? Yep. All right. Yeah. 14 years. Our son's 10. So when he was a baby, we'd been, we've been in it for a while. We didn't just like immediately jump into it and have a baby. He wasn't even sure he wanted kids. And we just, one day he came up to me. He's like, okay, yeah, let's have a kid. I was like, all right, let's get right on that. And literally I was pregnant two months later. And, but when Nicholas was like, we were not working well together at all when uh, we were dealing with, he was really unhappy in his job money. It was, it was in 2010. So it was post-recession. Everything was tight. Our, we were underwater because literally the week after two weeks after we closed on our condo in DC, the bubble burst and it was like, it was a hot mess everywhere. And we were unhappy. There was scarcity issues. Mm -hmm. There was like, We were just surviving. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day, like, I looked at him and I was like, I still love you. Like, to my core, I love you. I do not like you right now. And you need to, like, and that hit him in such a way. Like, he was crying. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I did not mean to make you cry. It's okay that he was crying. And it's I'm okay that you said your truth. Sorry for hurting your feet. Like, but I felt like I felt deeply that I hurt him. And that I thought I was saying something that was like in my social work frame of reference, my, this is a kind thing to say, <laughs> right, right, right? right? Yeah. Like I'm unhappy with you right now, like, but you can go fuck the hell off yeah. and I'm still going to love you and that's okay. And I really hurt him. That's like but honestly I, a healthy way to deal with that you. situation. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I don't think there's any apologies need to be no. had for that because if you don't, and if you're like, I'm just going to sit here and swallow this shit. Right. That means you're swallowing resentment. And then right, but when you no, get no, no. to the I'm CT not... scan, they, 10 years later, you got all the freaking cancer cells. But I'm not, I was sad that I hurt his feelings. Like right. that hurt. But I, like I spoke my truth, but it wasn't with the intention of. Think about your I alternatives you, but here. I don't feel okay, you. That's you fine. Like, you're not in my marriage. <laughs> and my husband does. So, and we've talked about it on, on our show, right? Like my mm-hmm. husband does all of the cooking, all of the grocery shopping. He does the laundry. He does the ferrying the kids around mm-hmm. to their activities. And sometimes people look at me, they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, did you really just ask me that question? <laughs> We're good. We still have a division that works for us. Right. And exactly. That's, what's that's all that matters. That's I don't need to justify anything that I do or yeah. don't do to you. And I think that's a stress on a lot of marriages in the past like decade is these like reversal of the roles at home and women being out in the workforce more and then for the longest time still needing to work take care of the kids, mm-hmm. do everything. So right. yeah, you're working, but you also need to do other things that women are right. supposed to do at home too. Which can build resentment, right. you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I, when you have a job and you're building like a job and building a business and managing household, household. things right. and doing that and you're, he has a startup, like there's a lot of things. He had to learn a lot. Like he had to learn to let a lot of shit go and get out of his little corner that was all nice and neat and organized. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we have kids who are disorganized. (laughs) Yeah. If somebody were to say, what is the one key factor of success? That is it, is the willingness to grow, Mm -hmm. the willingness to expand. Yep. Because if my husband did not have that willingness, 
oh, would mm-hmm. I'd have been at your office and been right. like, and here we are. And yeah. Sarah, and here we are trying to go move somewhere together because obviously we get along right. and our right. kids get yeah. along great. Right. But how do we get rid of them? Like that was that would literally probably be the conversation. So, so what would you say that people should? Let's say you're in a dating relationship. And you're talking about getting married. What would be a red flag for you? That person isn't going to grow. Unwillingness to talk about the future and have those hard conversations beforehand. Or people just, are scared to do, you know, yep. they don't want to hear the answer, so they don't ask the questions. And I feel like times. unwillingness to accept influence. And then maybe that's why I got all riled up by your question <laughs> is because so many times I see people saying, oh, I can't. They're saying it to me. But right. They're not saying it to their spouse. And I'm like, your spouse is the one who actually needs to hear that. Yep. Yeah. Because then you need to own that, that you are not telling them. So they are completely unaware. Yep. So, they, they, yeah, you, he should know. Knowing is half the battle. And I'm like, you are now creating this dynamic because you are not saying anything. So the only person you can be pissed at is yourself. So that's what I would say is that you have to be, you have to feel secure enough that you can have those conversations and bring those things up. I'm going to amend what I said before. Now I'm going to take this one and I'm going to (laughs) say that it's about not only the willingness to expand, but the willingness to communicate and receive as well as give. And if you need help with it, it's totally cool to go ask for help beforehand. That's one of the things that. That's the only reason why we're still married. Therapy Catholics have the times. Right. Marriage, marriage therapy. The, oh, yeah. um, we went to premarital after my son was born. That was a hot, hot shit. Yeah. Yes. It's what I call the oh my god, what the fuck phenomenon because the woman is <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then the guy thinks when, it's yeah. going to be all the same, and, it's and then not, it's not, not, and the guy goes, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and. We ended that's, up there then. That's good to hear because I, people ask my opinion on marriage therapy and I say, I don't think it's good, but I only hear from the divorcing people. I don't hear any. Oh, no, no. Is My clients are, right. Because I don't and hear that side. Right. Because then we, so premarital, Landon was born after, a uh, little bit after Lennox. What is that? Three times at least? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's, 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 that's not a, a 14, 12 year marriage. That's not, right. that's that's not was, a lot. And to me, I'm like, y'all, why am I going to sit there and suffer and try to fix some shit on my own? We can't fix it. It's not right. a you problem. Right. It's right. not 100% it's a anyone's we. problem. Yeah, that's right. yeah. it's a problem. And so we need to do this. And we've both done individual work too. Because yeah. that's the other thing. If I, I could not, it couldn't. That's mm-hmm. the growth. If you're right. like, no, I'm not willing to accept influence. I'm not willing to learn. Right. The John Gottman weekend that we did completely transformed our marriage. What's that? Sure. Talk about that. So John Gottman is a researcher, 40 plus years of research, um, all evidence-based and literally had cameras in houses and had them living in the houses and watch them. That's where all this, it's bananas. Oh, I thought you meant watching you. I no, like, oh. I would so do that. I'd be like, bring it, you teach would. me all the things. You would. Yes. And came up, learned all these things, mm-hmm. collected, and then now teaches these skills. And so yeah. we went to the weekend retreat and when we were on the break and I was like, either we're, this is happening this weekend or we're right there on the break of me coming to your office. Right. And it, and we use those But it skills. took both of you to, to, oh, to, agree yeah. to buy into that, yes. right? Okay. And yeah. If he was here, he would even tell so you. He uses thing. those skills. We mm-hmm. use them every day. It makes things a hell of a lot easier Mm because the first thing he gets is, oh, my God, your wife's a therapist. That has to suck to be you. Mm. And he's no, it's so much easier now. He's like who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. my life, our marriage. It is so much easier because we have those set of skills. 
And it, it helps you in all relationships yeah. too. For sure. Yeah, for sure. In all and, your communication. And I'm a huge uh, supporter of those who go to marriage. There have been several reasons throughout the course of our relationship where we've had like the outside help, but it's come in different forms. So like for us, a lot that we saw several of our friend groups Mm -hmm. on both sides dealing with the, in the midst of and after Mm -hmm. effects. And we would have open conversations about that and say, because I would come and be like, I need help processing this. Mm -hmm. And because I want to do what I can to support my friend. Right. Or he would be like, oh, did you hear about, I just got a text. Well, and I'm like, we would talk about it and we would jokingly be like, see, this is why, like, you are in this forever. I don't care if we end up as War of the Roses. Like, you, we are in this shit now and forever. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, it It was joking, but at the same time, we it would open up those lines of communication. We would talk about it and we would have the hard conversations. And we kind of go through this cycle of there's build up, blow up, conversations, another blow up, more conversations, and then we're cool. Right. Like, it's just our little, it's our way of being able to cope with having those conversations and respecting one another enough to have them with our with each other yeah. versus going and, and talking outside and complaining and venting and bitching and moaning. There's space for that. But can I ask you a question? Sure. You talked about you have these Fritz groups and some are going through divorce and stuff. What would you say to people that they chose him as a friend and not me? Is there a way to continue to nurture those relationships with both if they're divorced? Because I think that's it important starts for with, everyone to have support when you're going through that. But it also starts with like the way. <laughs> so I'm going to break this down. Okay. So there is, are you couples friends? And if you're couples friends. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Then you're gonna, there's going to be a different answer than if they're friends first. No, and then the, no, the marriage came that. in. When Matt and I were during our time period when we had separated, he, we, it's very clearly you see. Yeah. And you will have the friends that circle the wagons. And it wasn't a team Matt or a team Sarah. It was a pro marriage. Yep. And so that is who actually circled the wagons. The people who come in and are team Matt or team Sarah, they're actually creating a divide. Yep. And so that's how you see where it's coming. Mm -hmm. Like, where is that? And And so that's when those people fell off of that were team one or the other, the people that stayed and circled the wagons and were protecting the union, those are the people who stuck around. Yeah. And I think that there's also something to be said for as the outsider looking in, like I could never tell my friends or we would never think to say to one of them, did you know you're married to a narcissistic alcoholic? Did you know that? Mm Did you realize that beforehand? Like, I'm not going to go up and have that conversation. I'm just going to be there. Right. Like right. when right. she says, <clears throat> oh, my God, judgmental. I'm so frustrated. Exactly. <laughs> There's a space for judgment. And it's not when you're ta- trying to support somebody. But I would say, hey, do you want to talk about that more? Right. Or they're talking about something and be like, are there other ways do you think you can handle this? What like, how are you feeling? How can I support you? You have those conversations, but privately between the two of us. We're like, why are they still together? Right. I want to, I, and that's where the support for each other in the marriage comes in because Scott and I will be like, oh my God, like we can see it so clearly and you two are so bad for each other. Like it's so toxic. You just keep reiterating, validate the feelings and reiterate, please go to a therapist. Right. Because let that person tell them. Right. Mm -hmm. They won't really tell them to leave their marriage, but they will highlight some concerns and they'll help that person 
realize for themselves. Right. Honestly, so as the marriage therapist in the room, it wasn't even that. It was making that person stronger. It was right. building their self-esteem, yep. right. mm-hmm. building their confidence, building their awareness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because then they felt strong enough to make Dude. those, right. to right. speak their yes. truth mm-hmm. of voice. Yes. This current system is no longer working for me anymore. We need to alter the system. Like they could go through those steps. That's yeah. what we do too when they come and they're on the fence about whether or not they're going to separate. And if, if it's a fear of financial mm-hmm. issues, a fear of just being alone, mm-hmm. those are things we mm-hmm. can tell them. So this is what life will look at like financially. And let me also tell you that we work with clients sometimes well over a year and we can tell you that they're so much better off at the end. So yep. if you want to do this and you're not doing it because you're scared, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is a plan that's going to work for you. You got to make that decision, decision. but yeah. don't let fear and right. fear of the unknown mm-hmm. being, yeah. keep you in a relationship that's not healthy for you. And at the end of the day, what I would always say, I was like, pick your hard. Yep. I right. was like, staying is going to be hard mm-hmm. because obviously God. a lot of stuff would come from betrayals, whether that was infidelity or financial betrayals mm-hmm. or substance um, use, things, whatever. But that's all betrayals. Yeah. And so staying is hard because you have to rebuild the trust. You have to learn to communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to learn how to make it through the different seasons yep. of the marriage. S- staying is hard. Mm-hmm. Right. The concept of being with one person Every day for the rest of your life. When you really think about it, that shit is the stupidest damn shit you've ever heard of. Right. Terrifying. But it's also, I think, to your point, pick your heart. Pick your heart. And there's nothing wrong with having some daydreaming. Like, what would my life be Be like? like, What would, you know, we know that the grass isn't always greener, but there's nothing wrong with imagining yourself as Claire in 1771 in North Carolina. I don't want to be her. Oh, you want to be? No, I don't want to be her either. But I, oh, can I share an imaginary? Yeah. So we. Why are you asking me? It's not our show. Can I share an imaginary? <laughs> so we, for my 40th birthday this year, my girlfriends and I went to. Okay, this is a good story. Yeah. And so the whole time, my single friend and we're like trying, and we didn't see any hot guys at the resort. What? And we're, yeah, it was really weird. Okay. It had to be because of COVID, and we were just so disappointed. COVID we, makes all guys ugly, by the way. There were no single guys it, there. They were well, all... There weren't because we weren't actually going to do anything. Right. It was just pointing, oh, there's my type. And I didn't find anybody, like not a single soul. So then we're sitting at the airport waiting. We're getting ready to board. Like literally, they're getting ready to call the people. And this guy walks up, <laughs> and it was something out of a movie where he was like moving <laughs> and slow. Emotion. There was. Yeah. And I literally was like, I think my mouth dropped. I think I stopped breathing for a minute. And I would, I put my hand on my girlfriend next to me. I was like, that there he is. is the <laughs> ideal. There he is. <laughs> And like he checks in, he sits directly behind us, and I'm literally like leaning back in the chair to like smell, smell him. him. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like we're, he was going on, he was flying back to Raleigh too, and I was like, oh my god, he lives in Raleigh. And so we're like creating all these stories, and we're like, oh, maybe he's like a volunteer, and he was here like a doctor, and he's giving immunizations to children who are dying and, and like, you know he's found the cure for cancer but yes. it's not but he works with dr fauci and he's right. amazing and obviously i love my husband and it's not like a knock on my yeah. husband really? but we had fun right yeah did you find him did you stalk him so because we were trying to look at his boarding pass yeah. to be like what is his name so then i can then stalk you on social media yeah Come on now could not see the damn thing we're loading 
he is sitting in the seat because it was me and my girlfriend and then a third and she was he was sitting next to her and I was like oh my god oh my god it's meant to be and she was the single one and so we're like Katie you better get on it get on it I want details I want his name I want to stalk him Literally before the flight takes off, he was like, is there any extra seats that I can stretch out? And he moved the seats and he went in the back of the plane and lay down and fell asleep. And that was the universe saying, and see, it's fun to imagine, but here's real life. And that man is not in your grasp. And that's- he could have been if I <laughs> if you were not married <laughs> with You Matt. mentioned seasons of marriage. What do oh, you yeah. Mean? What do you mean by them? Oh, seasons. yeah, there's some hard seasons. I think everything's a season, though. So the way that I look at it is I'm having COVID was a season, right? Like the pan, everything that was shutting down, the world was shut down, that you couldn't go out, nothing. It's a season, people. Like it's going <laughs> it to end, end. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If you are able to look at your life from not a victim mentality, that you are, it is not happening to you, you are in it and it is happening, then you are more able, you're more capable, you have more skills to be able to be like, oh, this is a season and it's going to end eventually. And I will, if I, that's what and I, that's ability. what I meant. And that's kind of what I meant at the beginning of it's just to like the yeah. next, as we're getting through, oh, okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah. right? It's more of these are the seasons, right? right? Again, if you go back through and look at things and everything is supposed to be perfect and Pinterest ready and your kids aren't supposed to make noise and your husband's always supposed to be smiling and only want to spend time with you or that he's not going to sacrifice time with you to go be with his friend. Like what? Oh my God. And evaluate like your own feelings. Like talk about COVID. I lived alone for five plus years and then my boyfriend moves in in COVID. So not only, and he's at home 24 seven doing his work from home, everything. Mm -hmm. So I went from being alone, my like house. I loved it. It was great. And he moved in. I was excited about it. The next step in a relationship, but he's there all the time. (laughs) And whenever I would get super annoyed and be like, oh my God, I can't stand this. I can't stand him in this room with me. And I'm like, Sarah, this is not a him thing. This is you (laughs) going through this. Living You're with adjusting. Yeah, it's a huge adjustment. And it just has to be the fact that it's in the middle of a this pandemic, pandemic and right. that you both have to stay home all the time. And that's a eventually like you will be allowed to leave your house. house. That's like, the difference. Though, you change. had a radical responsibility, right. and yep. most people don't. Yeah, right? like yeah. you have to stop and think about your feelings that you are reacting to. Like, why am I reacting to this? What yeah. if it right. is something I need to actually address with this other person, or is this something I need to address with myself mm-hmm. and like and really check out yeah. everything before reacting? acting and when you're in it it's really hard yeah like when you're especially when you're not even able to recognize right like that it's what's happening because you're escalating and you're in it and you're just your emotions need to go somewhere changing the behavior oh we're in this season the season won't end and i'm like that's because you're not Not doing doing anything you're not doing anything different you're not thinking anything different you're not creating different stories in your head of course the season keeps going because Mm -hmm. there is no change agent that's the you have to be able to step in so like Eventually, you were able to leave and you were able to go back to the office. Like, (laughs) I totally feel this, right? Because I, if any family was the, like, ideal family to have to be shut in, it was ours. We both worked remotely. We had only one kid in school. The other one was home. But... The difference was you didn't have we an couldn't leave. <laughs> yeah, it was. Let's see. So end of towards the end of May. So everything shut down in March, March right? So yeah. then at the end of May, I was lamenting something to somebody who ran the co working space where we used to be, and she was like, "Oh, nobody's here. Just 
why don't you bring Nicholas with you? And he can do his online school and you can get some work done. And I was like, okay, if you don't mind. And literally nobody was there. So she just wanted people yeah, there. Right. And I said, okay. And within two weeks, I was like, how much for an office? <laughs> <laughs> because it was mind blowing to me that someone who had worked so hard through a career in healthcare mm-hmm. to be able to get the opportunity mm-hmm. to work remotely and here I was working remotely and begging to go to an office. Yeah. But my our our marriage is better. Mm-hmm. My relationship with my kids is better. The fact that I can leave means that I get to structure my day according to my needs as well as look at, but after first looking and seeing what's on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the difference is some people like a relationship where they're together 24-7. And- in, in my marriage, my husband still worked in Charlotte three days a week. And he would leave on Sunday night, come back on Thursday morning. It was like, oh, it's like a honeymoon period every yeah. week. Yeah. We didn't call it. We didn't have to call each other every day. But mm-hmm. that was work for us. And a lot of people that wouldn't work yeah. for us. So I yeah. think you need to find that out. Like you say, ask, sure. the, ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find out a lot in relationships. Right. Some people don't find it out for a long time either. Yeah. And you all want to be up in each other. Well, you remember know? that. I think it's less it's asking neurochemical. questions and more watching. Yeah. 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 And seeing how they respond to certain things. Like, how are they going to respond to the traffic jam? Or how are they going right. to respond to. How do they treat servers at a restaurant? That's the first yeah. Yeah. thing you How do they treat servers at a restaurant? How do they treat pets? Yes. How, do they speak to their parents or siblings? And if not, why not? Mm-hmm. Was there well, a trauma? How do they accept feedback is right? a big one for me. Are they willing to accept receive? Yeah. 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 Are they willing to have How the conversation or are they going to get mad? Do they feel like you're being overly critical with everything you say when you're like, hey, I I'm, I don't even know where this is coming from, right? Uh, if you're on, if they're like, oh, my boss said this and my boss, that I did this isn't this wrong. My boss is such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Red flag, red flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's not my like, fault. It, it can't be my fault. Exactly. And, you know, and do they, if they play the victim, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. a right. huge one. Like, again, is it happening to me? Mm-hmm. Was every hard. light red on my way to work making me 20 minutes late? Damn the universe sending me all the red lights. Or was it like, shit, I should really wake up a half hour earlier. Exactly. Right. That's the problem. In the beginning, yeah. you have those rosy glasses Or not on stop it. for, like you're talking you know, before, And you yeah. end up excusing that breakfast that burrito. Because it's the stories you create. Yes. And so at the beginning, yeah. you're like, you're creating this. Oh, they're so lovely. No, and it's so, it's all neurochemical. Yes. Like it people, is. Oh, it yeah. is literally the brain. chemicals in, in your brain, brain. Yeah. telling you that you are like in lust with these people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody told me once you need to meet someone for a year. <laughs> for sure. And go through Easily, all yeah. of the true Agreed. seasons yep. to see how yep. they react. We were you know, thing is like, you know, sad. I mean, what I raise like, children. Oh, would I pay yes. Would I, yes. <laughs> would Can I, I raise see? children with you? Would I pay bills with you? Would, would I, I buy a like, house? Would I invest in things with right. you? Would I want to like do labor? Do I want to bring you, you on family vacations? Correct. Right. Yes. Right. Or a friend vacation. Let me and run your credit score so I can see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's about being and the openness to have those conversations, conversations. Yeah. and the and willingness to say, "Hey, this may not be like you're a lovely person. I don't know if you're the right person for see, me." That was my text to you last night. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he are you not saying about me?" me. No, oh no, <laughs> not she wasn't was saying that to me. Right. 
Um, it was about your boyfriend, though, wasn't it? Uh, no. Was like, no, 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 it wasn't. My, boy, wasn't. my boyfriend's really kind. Yeah. And thoughtful. So sweet. And so like sweet. another thing I wanted to add to that is like seeing how they react to when you have an emotional response yep. that maybe you're not so polished in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's plenty of times where I react poorly and I have to address that right. and ask for forgiveness. Right. Yeah. And seeing how they respond to that, um, and I, beautiful. I would even go yeah. so further. It's not even about asking for forgiveness. It's and I, I do not, this all the yeah. time. Like no, I yell at the kids, and I'll be like, mm, "Sorry, I could have handled that better." better. Yes, right. I'm not gonna ask you. Like not I did something wrong, but yeah, I'm not. But I do want you to have the to hold space for me to be able to be a human. Like, right. I recognize that that was not. Good this was not yeah. the best way I could have or behaved in this moment. I've been in a bad mood, which oh is a way, good classic yeah. way to just whatever. Just it's a whole ball of things, but to have be able to talk about that and the person yeah. say, "I understand. Yeah, you're right. You were the easiest to talk with." But they've got to be able to do that, too. and vice versa. But just not completely attacking you for whatever yeah. your yeah. situation is at the moment. Yep. Feelings. Whatever. Are they willing to watch Disney movies with you, <laughs> or do you both hate Disney movies together? Yeah. <laughs> I so Scott watched The Incredibles with me. Nice. Um, that was his first like the first time that he like willingly watched like a cartoon right. with a date, and he was like, oh, "Wow, that was really good." And I was like, <laughs> "See, I told you." I think that there's some kind of like, how are they reacting to you when you exactly. want to when you want to do something that's maybe their comfort zone? Exactly. But you want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap this up, what and it's hard to do, but what would you say to folks about what makes your you know, what made you guys successful? What makes your... Like, why do we stay? Yeah. I was going to say, that's a better, because I don't know if everybody would qualify it as... It's how you define success. success. Yeah. What is successful? Right, exactly. It is... Success to me is we're still committed. Yep. Success Mm -hmm. to me is we're both all in, and we're both not just all in on the marriage, we're both all in on ourselves as individuals, of willing Mm -hmm. to continue Mm -hmm. to do the individual work. And all in on building. Yes. And I think to build. what can get lost sometimes when you're doing the work is you feel like, oh, we're supposed to be working on the marriage all the time. Oh, no. You've got to have fun, too. Right. Like, play and yeah. laugh and have fun. And because that, that is working on the marriage. That's yes. like seeing, again, like what I was saying before, seeing our friends and, and our various friends group go through these things made us reevaluate where we were in the moment and say, you know what, maybe we should institute, we need to have more connectedness times. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we mm-hmm. invest in mm-hmm making sure we have the babysitter booked every month so mm-hmm. that we can do the date nights, that yep. we can do right. the things that we enjoy, but that we're being much more intentional about it. And I think for me, that's the biggest part is being intentional mm-hmm. and willingness to communicate and share yeah. and let people, it's a huge, like you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. These people are right. going to pick you up off the floor when you slip and fall. Yeah. Right. Like literally to clean your poop. Yes. They're going to hold your hair back when you, they're going to hold your hair back. <laughs> they're going to help you pee after having a child. They are going to, they are yes. going to look at that weird thing that's growing and yes. you have to be like, does this, what, what do you it, think, think this, this is? is? Yes. Is this that's an like, ingrown hair? Sure. Do you think I have a hemorrhoid? Like Preach. we don't know. Preach. Because yeah, it's part right. of building. If you're, look, if you're going to have babies, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Gonna I'm just going to let you know. Just real talk. But it's, it's being open to somebody like seeing you i see some of these things in these posts in these groups like there are these guys that are like you shouldn't you shouldn't fart in front of your kids and i'm like what (laughs) who are you people like not our people they're not our people (laughs) first of all but it's like that idea that you you can't just be open that you can't just be you it's okay 
Mm-hmm. So it will all be, yeah. And don't not be you because when the real you comes that out in like 10 years, oh, they oh might they might be, be like, oh no, but, I didn't sign up for this or vice versa. Yeah. Yep. That's a really, I think it's a, Schitt's Creek is a great example yeah. oh, of building yeah. a, I know that you guys haven't finished. Not haven't finished it yet. I know. But Matt and I had a conversation about it because he was like, all right, does it get better? And I'm like, how far in are you? He's like six episodes. I was like, what? And it's not already better for you? What the fuck, man? <laughs> but like, just keep watching. It's fine. You have to watch. Watch all of it. But they really do a good job of representing like hard topics that maybe most couples wouldn't have to talk about. But y'all, real life, you're going to have to talk about that that shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will say, I wasn't quite sure where this episode would go, but as I listened to (laughs) you, no, but as I listened to you, I know y'all, but like, how did it relate to to our, our work? But here's the other thing, too. People get separated and divorced. And my hope for them is that they do find somebody and have a better Mm -hmm. life. And so listening to this podcast can help them, I hope, avoid the mistakes they made the first time. I think, like, whether you choose to never get married is a choice you're making. And that's going to be hard. It's Mm going to have its own challenges. And seeing other people get married and wondering if that's what you should do and why, blah, blah, blah. Relationships in general are hard. And deciding to leave a relationship is also very hard. Mm-hmm. Correct. And just living in that reality that these are things you're going to have to face. Right, but it's like we say. You choose know, your heart. It's yeah. like you, you say seasons. We say it as from victim to victorious. Mm-hmm. And you're going to move to the other side. You're mm-hmm. going to be better. And it's not always going to be like this. And right? just if you're in a relationship making... You can't stay and only be doing the work. Right. That's one thing. So if you're choosing, I think that's the big message. If I you're choosing you that hard, then you got to make sure you're not the only one choosing it. That's pretty <laughs> right. hard, and the other person's already one foot out the door right. and not working and committing mm-hmm. right. whatsoever. Yeah, um, there's. It's really asking yourself, "What am I okay with?" Yeah, right. mm-hmm. and it's a personal. It is truly exactly. a personal yeah. choice, and it's okay. And it's also saying to yourself, "I am not okay with being treated that way." Exactly. And, and, and what you're okay with can change and yes. evolve over time. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed oh, to, and it's going to, yep. and people think, oh, we started this way. And so now I'm afraid to change the rules of the game, so to speak. And I'm like, how is it working out for you now? Right, and right. they're like, I've been miserable for the last four years and I'm on the verge. And I'm like, then why not just change, change the rules right, right. and be like, we are now evolving. Because we're always involving and then you're going to do it together. You can do it separately. separately yeah. Sometimes it's just you evolve separately, but yes. together at the same time. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I know I felt that way. And I've even said that to Jenny yeah. where I'm like, my God, is Matt going to catch up? Like, come <laughs> right. on. But it is. It doesn't have to be at the same time or at right. the same pace. Yes. It's just mm-hmm. as long as there, there's it, movement. It, right. Yeah. It's as long as you are okay with the way that it is. And when you're not Start asking yourself, what do I, yeah, what do I believe? What what do you think is causing it? And what do you think you can do to change it? And if you can't figure it out, go ask for help. Go ask somebody. Y'all asking for help does not mean that you can't do it. It just means that you need help to get it done. And it'll be easier to do. God. What is it? Light hands or many hands make light work? Sure. (laughs) What? Go for it. Isn't that, isn't yeah. that like some kind of proverb or something? something. <laughs> yes. Joe's, Joe yeah, the, the Christian. Yeah. Like, yes, Joe the pastor is, is confirming yes. to Jenny the Jewish girl that's yes, a proverb that or something. Joe the Christian. <laughs> that's so funny. Guys, thank you so much. This has just been really fun and informative and just, uh, I don't know. I, thought, I think it's great. Yeah. Whether you stay or you go. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Ain't that some? Thanks for listening. This episode is complete. 
visit newdirectionfamilylaw.com for show notes and resources and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for more resources and information. And remember, with change comes empowerment.